Welcome to the Future of Agriculture podcast, the show that explores the people, companies, and ideas that are shaping the future of agribusiness. Innovation, resourcefulness, and collaboration are essential for feeding a growing population, and we believe the agriculture industry is up for the challenge. Please welcome your host, Tim Hammerich. How's it going? Thanks so much for downloading this episode of the Future of Agriculture podcast. If this is the first time you're listening in, my name is Tim Hamrich. Pleased to meet you. I'm an agribusiness recruiter, and it is my pleasure to bring you these stories every week of the people, companies, and ideas shaping the future of agriculture and agribusiness. I am particularly excited uh, about this episode because as you may have known if you've if you've listened to previous episodes, I've had an interest for a long time in ag entrepreneurship and ag tech, and that's kind of been a common theme throughout this podcast. But I, I've just felt like there was another dimension missing from a lot of the conversations. And I mean, I was getting stellar guests, and I felt like the interviews were going well. I just felt like we could kind of add a layer and really kind of enhance the quality of the show. And we've done that, I think, here in this this episode. And I have a feeling this is a sign of things to come, of what you can expect from the Future of Agriculture podcast. What we've done is not only bring on an ag entrepreneur, in fact, it's one you've heard of in a previous, previous episode, Kevin Heikus from Intent, but we also brought on a farmer customer in Kyle Morrow, a customer of Intense Product called farmertrials.com. To me, I think this is important uh, that we do this because all of the talk, all of the money, all of the ideas, all of the press that ag tech gets really doesn't mean anything until we put it in front of the actual customer, the farmer or the rancher that actually uses the software or the, the product or the technology that everyone else is so hyped up about. What does the farmer think about it? How are they using it? What problem does it solve for them? To me, this is kind of a light bulb moment on where this podcast can go and how it could bridge the gap, I guess you could say, between ag tech entrepreneurship, investment, press, technology, and the actual user, the farmer and the rancher. How we can open up this dialogue between the two uh, in a way that will be helpful to anyone who listens, whether you're listening new to the industry, uh, if you're a technologist, if you're into sustainability, if you are a farmer or an aspiring farmer or rancher, I think this has relevancy to all of you. And what better way to start a format like this, where we bring on uh, an agribusiness, someone from agribusiness, an entrepreneur, as well as a farmer, what better way to start than this episode here with farmertrials.com? I it, I say it during the interview, I'm amazed that this didn't already exist, but basically it is a service and sort of a platform for connecting people who want to test new ideas on farms with the farmers that may have the resources and the know-how to actually test and provide feedback, real data, so that we know the technologies and the software that, that we're making out there is actually solving a real problem for a farmer uh, and one that they may be willing to pay for as a, as a customer in the future. So Kevin Heikus and his team at Intent have created a fantastic product in farmertrials.com, and we have a, a wonderful farmer spokesman for them in Kyle Morrow. Now, I say spokesman. He is not a paid spokesman for Intent or for Farmer Trials. He's brought on as someone really on the ground actually doing the work with this technology. So I think that's important because I don't want these interviews to be commercials. They're not, that's not what they're intended for. They're intended to open up a dialogue that 
brings together multiple perspectives. And if you've listened to the show for very long, you know that's a big part of what we do here, multiple perspectives on agriculture and agribusiness. But enjoy this conversation with Kevin Heikus from Intent and who has a product, farmertrials.com, and Kyle Morrow, who's a farmer in Indiana. I think you're gonna enjoy this, let me know. I'm very excited to have on the show here today uh, a repeat guest in Kevin Heikus from Intent, uh, and then also a new guest in a brand new format, Kyle Morrow, a farmer uh, from Indiana. So welcome, guys, to the podcast. For the first time, we've got three people on here. We'll see how this goes. Thanks, Tim. Looking forward to it. Yeah, thanks, Tim. Like I said earlier, it's always exciting to be on uh, the podcast now that I've been listening to it for a while. Right. Now, now Kevin, uh, with Intent, they have just recently launched uh, a new product card called FarmerTrials.com. And Kyle uh, is a farmer, like I said, in Indiana and a user of Farm Trials. So, uh, Kyle, let's start with you here. Uh, just maybe if you could tell us a little bit about your farming operation. Yeah, so we're in uh, northwest Indiana. Uh, we, we farm Corn beans is our main thing, and the other two crops that we raise, um, much smaller acreage, but uh, alfalfa and wheat as well. Um, we're, we're pretty spread out, um, crossed about five different counties, and so being able to leverage the right tools to be able to manage everything is, is pretty key. And how long have you been back on the farm? So actually, pretty interesting uh, role for me because um, this isn't actually my family farm. Uh, I worked for the farm in one uh, venture or another uh, for the last eight years. Um, I did some independent crop consulting and sold some precision planting equipment, uh, worked for a co-op for a while, and then uh, they approached me one day asking me to do what I have been doing but do it for them uh, exclusively. So about a year and a half ago, I uh, agreed to it and came on board. So I've only been working with them for about a year and a half. But like I said, I've been with them for about eight years. So it wasn't a very hard transition for me since I already understood the operation uh, going into it. Cool. And, and did you grow up on a family farm? Yeah. So that's another interesting thing too. Um, my family farm, they quit farming back when I was in middle school, um, right around 99, 2000-ish. And the farm that I work for now, Moon Island Farms, uh, they took over um, just doing uh, custom work for a while and then went to, then they started cash renting it from my family. And then, I don't know, probably about six years ago, um, the family uh, decided to sell most of the ground and uh, the farm bought most of it. So it's uh, pretty interesting um, farming a lot of the ground that my family had farmed for many years. So it's uh, definitely an interesting um, history that has happened. So yeah, wild how it kind of came full, full circle there for you. But, yeah. Uh, well, I, I want to talk uh, more about farmer trials here. And um, we're going to get to to Kevin to get his perspective here in just a minute. But but Kyle, let me first ask you. So farmer trials exist to sort of facilitate the, um, the testing or the trials of new technologies on farms. Uh, for those of us who, who aren't farmers, maybe could you help us kind of understand what problems that existed before farmer trials came along? So 
data tends to be a very uh, hot word these days. And we've had the tools now for quite a while and we've, we've collected uh, data. And what I mean by data is um, information from planting crops um, and information as far as yield uh, and information coming from our, our sprayers as well. And it was always something that we had and we stored somewhere. And now we're getting to the point to where we can actually use that information um, to help better manage our farms. And right now there's just been an explosion in ag tech and it's, you know, we operate, we don't operate in quarters or months, you know, we operate in years. So everything is much slower and having something like farmers trials where they can try multiple things within a given year and kind of accelerate the learning curve uh, to utilizing this data and bring it all together in a usable format. And there's a, a lot of, a lot of companies out there offering a product, offering a service and you can't try it all at once and it's very expensive. So having a company like farmers trials uh, where they are putting everything together for us to use and be able to provide the information, you know, what worked, what didn't work, um, you know, what changes need to be made with products. That's, it's huge because they're just, like I said, they're accelerating that, that learning curve with all this data that either a, we have been producing and we could use from a historical standpoint or real time data, you know, um, whether it's crop conditions and, and weather. So like I said, farmer trials is, is a very important and it's needed out there and trying to get through the weeds to decipher what works is very valuable to a farmer. Right. And so before farmer trials, if, uh, if, if a company wanted to do a trial on, on your farm, what, what would that require of you? Uh, most of the time it's, uh, you know, it, before it'd be time consuming um, because we generally did a plot, you know, whether it be this little couple acre section of the field, you know, you have to, your time and say a salesman's time would have to line up. Um, it would take a half a day, you know, it was very um, intensive and you went, you're, you would lose productivity, especially with a year or a spring like we had this year when we're trying to implement trials and time is of the essence because we were so wet. Um, being able to, to streamline things and do whole field trials. So that way the whole field set up, we could just go and do our thing and not have to every pass. We're doing something different, changing whatever it might be, whatever factor that might be. Um, so we were able to test these things and stay efficient. Um, but yeah, typically it was always, you know, one or two acres, very intensive. You lost a lot of productivity throughout the day. So something like farmer's trials where um, we can do the whole field and still stay productive for that day because every day counts when it comes to spring. Right. I can only imagine. I think a lot of people forget that farming is a business, right? So I can only imagine someone coming to me in my business and, and saying, well, hey, we want you to take some of your time and some of your resources and dedicate it to this. And maybe if things work out good down the road, you'll be able to buy this technology from us. Uh, but right. that makes perfect sense. I was just out in California for the Mixing Bowl uh, Food IT event. And, and one of the takeaways for me was uh, there was, 
I mean, the amount of actual production agriculture people there in a room of hundreds of people, you could count on one hand. I mean, it was very, very few farmers there. And it just got me wondering about this disconnect, exactly what you're describing of, uh, you know, we need to, this technology that we're all discussing and looking at is great, but until it gets into a farmer's hands and they use it and they give us feedback, it's kind of, it's kind of worthless, right? Uh, it, it, in your connection point, as you described it, are you typically being approached with farmers having this problem or is it more um, of people with technologies that want to get in the hands of farmers and don't know how? You know, I don't think that um, it, it's either or. Um, this is something that the marketplace is now aware of. If you go to an ag tech conference today, the, the message is we need to get this technology. We need to test this on real farms. So I think all of us have noticed this. The challenge is if you're an organization and you're selling a product or you're selling a service, your job is to sell more of that product and service. Us as intent being independent and being able to go out and manage multiple trials, uh, to us the, the goal is not to sell more product or service, it's to be an unbiased resource for growers and for agribusinesses that's focused solely on figuring out which of these technologies will get adopted and how well do products and practices work on real, real farms. And, and if I understand the business model correctly, uh, the, the farmer gets paid by the person wanting to have the trial because, the, you know, that person probably has some sort of budget for, for that right. thing anyway. And then does farmer trials make money through a percentage of that revenue? That's correct. So our business model is all set up through Intent. So Intent works with agribusinesses. We're a B2B company, and when we go out and sign clients up, they are agribusinesses that are working on a product, a service. They might be doing a variable rate prescription trial. They might be doing a software test. They want to do customer journey. They consult with us and, and say, we want to do this type of a project. At that point in time, that's when we go to our farmer trials network to say, this is the experience that, that is available today. So for example, we just had one that rolled out last week. And we were looking for X number of growers in these markets that met these demographics. We can then connect those type of growers that this company is looking for, and we utilize technology to uh, get the kind of feedback they're looking for in the fastest way possible. So yes, the, the businesses pay for that, and we facilitate the customer experience and all of the, uh, whether it's uh, surveys, analytics, data analysis, all that stuff in the middle, uh, we facilitate. Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> it seems like something that should exist. Uh, Kyle, for you, as a farmer, what's, what's your experience been like? Uh, as much detail as you could tell us, I guess, uh, about what project have you, um, have you been involved with through Farmer Trials, and how's it gone? Uh, so far, so good. Um, one of the product projects was with um, doing drone work, um, so that's been really fun. And... The other uh, project has been dealing with um, a chemical study as well. And as far as how Intent has, or I'm sorry, Farmer Trials, as they organized everything, it's been really easy to work with them guys. And, you know, they, they understand um, the struggles um, with Mother Nature and how the craziness of spring, and they're willing to work with the guys and us in particular, and it's been, it's been a great process so far. And um, I've only known, I think I met Kevin back in about December, and we hit it off really well, and we keep in pretty good contact. So 
overall, it's uh, been going good. We're about oh, about halfway done with some of these trials, and so far it's been easy. It hasn't required too much of my time as far as prep for uh, executing these trials. And so what, what's your favorite aspect of it? Is it that you get connected with people you wouldn't have been connected with otherwise? Uh, or is it because of the money you can get from it? Or is it just because of time saved? Or maybe none of those. I don't know. Uh, well, money's always a, a bonus. But putting a monetary value to it, it also um, it makes me take it more seriously versus like a free service. And or if you just get some you know, a little bit of free product. And that makes me want to do the best job possible because I know I'm getting compensated. And uh, that, of course, that's always a perk. Um, the other side of it too is, is you know, this is just, farmers trials are just getting going. Um, so I guess what I'm most excited about what's coming, you know, how is this, how is, how is farmers trial going to progress? And I think that's when we're going to, as we keep this thing rolling, we're going to see a lot more value come out of, out of farmers trials. And I guess that's what I'm excited for. Yeah. You know, I didn't even think about that. The fact that, you know, it kind of ups the level of uh, formality to all these trials, which actually is going to improve the effectiveness of the trial themselves because the farmer is uh, invested in making sure they do a good job because they're getting paid. I think that's an interesting point. Kyle, as you think to your farmer neighbors, uh, what type of person can you think of that maybe wouldn't be right for, for this, for farmer trials? You know, ag tech is, in, in some instances has been around for quite a while, like the yield monitor, you know, that came out in the nineties. Um, but there are still guys that don't utilize uh, technology like that. And so uh, neighbors that are not uh, recording data because that's, in the end, that's, that's what we need to provide back. And so that's the reality. There's still quite a few guys out there not using GPS, auto steer, or yield monitors. And so those guys obviously would not be, you know, the best fit for it. But at the same time, you don't have to be super sophisticated into this technology to, in order to participate. So I think uh, there's quite a few guys who are qualified and may not even, even know it. Um, but I would say, and then the guys are not, are not going to take the time to, uh, punch information to a monitor correctly or start the recording process. Um, some guys just, when they pull in the field, they just want to go. Um, and that's, you know, obviously very important as well. Yeah. So it sounds like any, anyone who values data, who understands the importance of data on a farm. Correct. Uh, so, Kevin, what, what stage uh, is Farmer Trials at now? Is it open to any farmer uh, that, that would fit that profile nationwide or uh, kind of where are you guys at in your growth? Yeah, thanks for asking, Tim. So, we are, the platform is live and we're doing projects. We're facilitating projects in the U.S. Like I said, we've, we're in the middle of three projects that are running now. We just completed one last week and we're in the process of uh, – We'll have some fall projects that kick up. And then obviously our goal is starting to think about 2018 right now. So, so the, the platform is operational. Um, all of our projects uh, currently are in the U.S. Um, you know, the interesting thing about this too is that by the end of July, um, we will have paid over 100 growers to be part of different projects. And those projects may be a, a field trial that goes all the way through the growing season. Uh, as Kyle talked about, we're, you know, it may be some drone projects that we're working on. 
Um, and then we've also, you know, in, engaged in this customer journey and, and understanding the customer sentiment regarding ag tech. So it may be as simple as a paid survey. If a grower signs up and they're in our system and we have a survey that comes through, it may take 10 or 15 minutes. Growers can now get compensated for that uh, if they fit the demographics. So it's, it's live, it's running, uh, you know, just to give you some ideas of, of things that we're doing. And I, I think, you know, when you think about a business, uh, now, you, Tim, you're a business owner and you think about this, sometimes you work in the business and sometimes you work on the business. And what I mean by that is when you're working in the business, it's day to day, it's making sure that the emails go out, make sure the workflow's in place, making sure that the products get shipped, all the things that have to happen. And I would say that our company intent and as we've built Farmer Trials, we've been working in the business for the last seven, eight, nine months. Now we've had a little bit of a chance to work on the business. So how do you make sure that the website, how do you make sure that the branding makes sense so that people understand that, yeah, intent is the company and Farmer Trials is where we link farmers to, to opportunities. So some of the projects that we, when I talk about working in the business, you know, looking at variable rate prescription uh, trials, uh, looking at software evaluation. So if, for example, a, a, a new company is starting up and they say, we've got a software technology, but we need to get this on five different farms in four different states. They can come to us and we can find the types of growers that would test those solutions. Um, also, when I talk about market research and thinking about you're going to launch a new product, um, an interesting you know, uh, venture now is that um, uh, even like venture capital firms are interested in our service. The reason is that it's an unbiased service that can go out and say, let's tap four different states with growers of this demographic and let's put this product or this service in a real grower's hands and test and see how well it works. Um, those are the kinds of things that you start to think about because again, when you're a neutral platform, all you're trying to do is figure out which of the innovations are going to be adopted and, and what works for someone like Kyle. So as you look forward here, Kevin, and you're looking to roll this out to, to more projects and more farmers, uh, what is kind of the strategy for, for growing? Are you looking at, are you honing in on certain technologies or are you going to start with those venture capitalists you just mentioned? Or uh, kind of, you know, I, I'm involved, AgGrad is in a lot of ways a two-sided platform. And I know oh. the um, sort of the challenge with that is, okay, the chicken or the egg, right? So right. for you, what's kind of the uh, intense thought process on growth strategy for farmer trials? Yeah, great question. This is something that we, we talk about a lot. Um, what we've been able to find is that our farmer network is vast enough and we have enough relationships that we've been able to secure the farmers. If, if there's a good project, and that's one of the things that you have to do is make sure that you have on the supply side of the equation, good projects that growers are interested in doing. So we're focused on making sure that we have good projects that, that are out there. So when I think about our growth strategy, first and foremost, um, we need to make sure that we have the uh, platform in a good place. And so we're going to spend the next 60 days making sure that we build some awareness around farmer trials, but it's about relationships. And, you know, w when I think about projects that we've done, our company is unique in that we combine both art and science. And what I mean by that is there's some amazing technology out there that is 100% science driven. We've developed a model and algorithm and it's amazing technology. But on the other side of the equation is my dad and I reference him all the time, you know, he'll go out and walk 25 fields and, and that's complete art. And our company fits somewhere in the middle. It's looking at what of the 
uh, matching up the art and the science of, of real growers and real technology and figuring out which of these things work as we go through it. So I, I think that's the first thing is making sure we have good relationships. Once we service customers and, and make sure that we treat farmers really well, that word spreads fast. So we continue to take care of those customers and that's going to be the first thing. The second thing, and uh, this is really important to us, uh, recently uh, our company was awarded a Jumpstart grant from the uh, Kansas Department of Agriculture. And this grant is going to allow us to build some of the awareness around farmer trials. This is going to allow us some funds and, and being a small company that's just building this uh, service out, it gives us a chance to build some awareness around it. So we're going to use that grant to bring awareness to farmers about the uh, opportunities that exist. And, and then our goal and a lot of our business development, uh, when I talk about our goal and our team, uh, Randy Barker on our team is spending a lot of time talking to agribusinesses, understanding what do trials look like next year? How can we use data science? How can we use uh, different technologies and, and different sensors and different networks and make sure that we match those up and design a field trial that's going to one, meet the needs of the company and also work for the grower? So that would be our growth strategy as, as you look ahead. Great. Kyle, do, do, you, uh, do you all have a local coffee shop that all the farmers hang out at where you are? <laughs> That's funny you say that. There is a local coffee shop that quite a few, whether they're current farmers, retired farmers, or maybe some uh, landlords, they kind of get together and around the table and whatnot. But uh, I don't participate in those. Usually we, uh, we got a decent team here. and We meet every morning for coffee at our shop and kind of discuss things, whatever it might be, whether it's what we're doing for the day or what we read in the newspaper. Um, and then we get right to work. So, um, but yeah, there's, there's coffee shop, but, um, I haven't attended it yet. So. All right. Well, let, let me ask you this. I know you're I know you're well connected and, and on Twitter and everything. Uh, what, what have people asked you, or I guess what have their questions been about farmer trials or do many people know you're involved in this? You know, not a whole lot of people, but like uh, Kevin alluded to, you know, they're starting that 60 day process of getting that name out there. And so, um, I haven't had much yet, but I maybe here shortly I'll start getting some more or more people will start asking. So not yet, but I'm sure it's coming. Kyle, what would you like to see, uh, as you look, you know, you've had a little bit of experience with farmer trials now, as you look to using it more and more in the future, uh, what features or what changes would you like to see, uh, rolled out? That's a... Good question. You know, it's, uh, since it's so early, it's really hard to, to really answer that properly. Um, you know, maybe after we complete a full year, um, then I'll probably be able to answer that better because as of right now, it's kind of, you know, they're still trying to get this dialed in and they're doing a great job. So it's, once we get a full season under our belt, then I'd probably be able to have some better insight on that. But as of right now, it's kind of, kind of, I mean, everything's just going good. I mean, so until we can really, really get a full year and kind of evaluate everything that happened, um, I really can't answer that question properly, to be honest. Sure. Now, is, is most of your communication with uh, the intent team or is it with directly the uh the company that that's testing the technology. Uh, everything's done through intent. Uh, mostly Kevin, uh, Kevin and I got a relationship. So that's who I talk to the most. Um, Randy Barker, you know, and 
he's in on all the emails and whatnot. So uh, he's there and we've talked a little bit, but most everything's through Kevin and the uh, intent team. When we had our preseason meetings and we sat down with the folks from the companies that uh, intent is working with and we went through on, you know, how do we use these tools and what is the process that they're expecting of us to follow? Um, and so that, that's been about the most interaction I've had with the company um, as far as who we're doing the testing for. Uh, but everything, all the communication has been through intent and farmer's trials. And how about your employees? Have they, uh, I'm sure you've had to communicate with them, like Here, here's what's going on. You guys probably had trials in the past. How, how have they been with everything? Um, they're pretty open to it. I mean, I tell them what's happening. They say, what do I need to do to make it work? And when that time comes, you know, everything lines up and uh, so far this year and gets implemented. Um, but we've got, you know, the guys have been using the, the tools for some time now. So it's more or less just uh, properly recording the stuff as we're doing it. Cool. Well, Kevin, he's not going to share any dirt on you guys. <laughs> no, it, it really, in, in seriousness, it sounds uh, really like something that should have already happened. And um, I think you guys are, are making connections where, where it's really important. On one hand, you've got uh, investor money really excited about ag tech. You've got uh, a lot of entrepreneurs really excited to uh, launch some of their grand ventures. But uh, what it really takes is this, you know, connection to the user to find out what's going to work and what's not going to work so that we're not just talking grand ideas and, and big dollar signs. Uh, Kevin, if somebody wants to learn more about either becoming a farmer or an entrepreneur with a technology that wants to trial them with farmers, how should they approach you? Yes, it's very easy, Tim. So it's farmertrials.com. Um, it's the website. It connects you to our social, to our Twitter page, to our Facebook group, uh, and our email address. And that's, that's where it happens. Um, and, and I think the beauty about this, and, and you were talking about, you know, to, to Kyle about what we need to see within farmer trials, the thing that, that it needs and that's going to happen is it's going to grow. There needs to be more opportunities. So this is not something that someone has to go to and manage. It's not another product, not another service. This is more of a connection point to bring the innovation and the farmers together. So I, I think it's one of those things that it's, it's simple in nature and the complexity happens when a project is started. We're going to manage, and I say we're the, our company intent. So Randy Barker, Alice Robinson, myself, our job is to make this simple and seamless. So the company is wanting to test a product or a process or wants to get some insights. All of the things that happen from the time that maybe you need to get information off of a sprayer or a combine, all the way through the customer journey and the customer insight, that's the piece that we take care of. More importantly, we understand what it's like to be, you know, we're talking to Kyle, we're monitor, monitoring the weather, we're working with, you know, hundreds of growers throughout the growing season, and if someone's replanting beans for the third time, we're not going to reach out and say, hey, can you uh, upload this, this, this file to uh, uh, Amazon? We know what it takes, we know where they are, and, and you have to have that awareness of the ecosystem, um, knowing that you've got to accomplish certain tasks, but also be aware of what's happening in the farming community, and I think that's the piece that, uh, um, that, that we'll make those connections on. 
And does the, uh, does the farmer, who's the first one to say, hey, here's what we're going to do and here's, here's what the pay will be? Does that come from the farmer? Does that come from intent or from the person trying to test the technology? It's, it's intent manages all that. So as companies come to us and say, this is what we need to accomplish, then intent works with them and, and make sure that we have all the data. There's a whole bunch of uh, initiatives, make sure the data pri- privacy policies are in place, that everything is set up. We understand what the compensation structure is. So I can tell you that if you're going to be doing a four survey customer journey, uh, three application process over the period of a year, that compensation is very different than if you're filling out a 15 minute survey. And those are the things that we always structure. And the other thing is that understand the demographics. So is this someone, you know, is this someone that has to have the newest, latest, greatest technology, or is this someone that's sitting over in this area that we just look for feedback on a risk uh, product that's going to the marketplace? That's where we take a lot of the pressure off the companies and we take a lot of the um, burden off growers and, and we put all this information together, organize it and keep it in a, uh, a clean format for them. You know, one thing I did forget to ask here, I, I asked Kyle about uh, which of his neighbors kind of wouldn't be right for it. And he, he said anyone who understands the importance of, of data or, or is somewhat progressive, you know, would be a good fit. I didn't ask you, Kevin, on the technology side, you know, at what stage does a company need to be at before this makes sense? I, I know you mentioned VCs. That, that seems to me like it would be really early on. Uh, what are your thoughts there as far as your ideal customer on that side of things? We can actually jump in the customer journey anywhere. So even if it's an idea and it's just something that you're contemplating, you can do customer research and you can do some listening tools and some pieces just to get some insights all the way through the, let's say maybe you have a product that's been in the market for 10 years and you're looking for some unbiased feedback as far as how customers are using it and are there other uses. So there are multiple ways that, that you could jump in this. Um, and, and if you're looking for a, a, a team that's focused basically on the, the data organization, the data cleansing and really clean project management that's using the newest tools and, and making sure that we take care of customers on both sides of the equation, uh, that's where it would work. Great. Hey, guys, I really appreciate you both being on here. This new format, I think, is, uh, is really interesting for me and, and great to get both perspectives from uh, somebody, you know, on ag, the ag tech side as well as somebody that's a farmer. So, I don't know, maybe we'll need to, uh, to rebrand the podcast to, to the farmer and the city boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know both of you guys are on Twitter. Uh, Kyle, how, how could somebody reach out to you on Twitter and ask you about your experience? Yeah, uh, it's just uh, kmorrow63 is my handle, and you reach out to me at any time. All right, and Kevin, we know uh, anyone who is interested in this can go to farmertrials.com. How could they connect with you directly? Uh, sure, I'm just at kheikes, at K-H-E-I-K-E-S. But uh, w- one parting thing that I just want to bring up, you know, we, we invited Kyle on the show today, and I think we as an industry, we as our company intent, Farmer Trials, in order for us to solve this technology gap that we have in the industry, we have to listen to real farmers. And so I think what you're doing, Tim, here in terms of bringing real farmers on the show, we have to have that perspective because I'll tell you some of the best ideas that I've designed in a, uh, in a boardroom on a whiteboard, when you take them out in the field, they just don't work. And I think that we need to do more of this. So I commend you for this. And, and Kyle, I know you're in the middle of spring and everything else. I appreciate your time coming on today and, and, uh, and helping our business grow. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, actually, as we're 
speaking, there's a storm cloud rolling in, so you're not intruding too much today. <laughs> <laughs> we, we did that on purpose, you know, a little <laughs> for you and a good podcast for us. But guys, this has been really fun. I, I appreciate you, you coming on the show. Thanks, Tim. I appreciate it, man. All right. We'll yep. see you. Thanks, Tim. Man, what a good time talking to those guys and learning about farmertrials.com. I hope you will go check it out. Again, uh, Kyle was on here not as a paid spokesperson, but just on somebody who is is using the product or service and uh, can really talk about it from firsthand experience uh, from the customer side of the equation. If you're out there with either a technology or your farmer trialing technologies, I would love to hear from you on Twitter at Tim Hamrich. Uh, maybe even could get you on a future episode of the Future of Agriculture podcast uh, talking about similar things. I wish we could have gone on a little bit longer. I would have loved to go back and learn more about uh, Kyle's experience of farming his own family's land un- as a an employee of a company and kind of if he still feels that tie to the land. I don't know. I, I just got really interested in that story too, especially re-listening to that interview. But I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, hope to bring more of these interviews. The other idea I have kind of up my sleeve for future uh, interviews that I'll just tease right now is perhaps newer technology, startup technology that doesn't yet have real paying customers, uh, maybe having those entrepreneurs pitch a real farmer and get farmer feedback. Let me know what you think on Twitter and we'll be back next week on the Future of Agriculture podcast. Thank you for listening to the Future of Agriculture podcast with Tim Hammerich. Visit aggrad.com, that's A-G-G-R-A-D.com today to get connected into careers in the agriculture industry. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next week.